This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out again on Old Dan. Come on, Dan, let's go. And uh, I appreciate every one of you listening. I appreciate you helping me with the broadcast. Many of you have done that thing. And I still like to know where you're listening. You're listening over the Internet, over the radio, over shortwave, wherever. And uh, you, you may not care a thing in the world about the broadcast. But if you would, I appreciate it if you just let me know where you're listening. And we have friends all over the country, and I know uh, that we don't have time to sit down and write a lot, but would you drop me a card or a letter and then pick up the phone and call me if you will? I'll give you my phone number here at the office. It's area code 225-664-8658. And uh, you call. If I miss you, I'll call you back. The little girl will take your name and number. And uh, But we get back to our study. We're looking at... Uh, primarily at the blood in the Old Testament. But in our last study or two, we're looking at the sin offering. Did you know uh, someone has to pay your sin debt? Did you know you owe a sin debt, my friend? Have you ever? Does it ever dawned on you? I know what we're facing. I, I keep up with the modern modern uh, religious uh, things that goes on I, with the modern-day preaching. I monitor radio broadcast at night when I can't go to sleep. I listen to some of the... Some of the Preachers on the radio, and once in a while I see a TV preacher. But my friend, I don't find, I don't find that they're preaching Christ as a substitute for sin. I know we have all sorts of preachers. I know that we have all sorts of agendas, uh, those things, and selling books, and all. I know all those things, and uh, I know we have those TV preachers now who have thirty, forty thousand in attendance, and I know those things. I know we have the prosperity ministry. I know all of those things. But, my friend, the old trailblazer is just a plain old simple preacher, saved by grace, washed in the blood, cleansed by the blood, and come here, this little broadcast, the Lord has raised us up, given us the wherewithal to be on these stations every day, Monday through Friday. And uh, we just come here with one purpose, and that is to tell you that Christ died for sinners and that man by nature, by nature, by nature, man is a sinner. By choice, man is a sinner. Man chooses to sin. Man loves sin. Loves darkness rather than light because his deeds are evil. My friend, that's as plain as a nose on your face. Uh, until the Lord saves us, we have a heart that longs after sin, lusts after the world, and runs after those things, and is uh, primarily interested in our own righteousness, self-righteousness. You remember the story of the two men over there in the temple? One of them was a Pharisee, and that, that's a religious person, a person who uh, primarily thinks a lot of himself. But the Pharisees were, were uh, prevalent in that day, in the Lord's day, and they stood on the street corners and, and prayed long, flowing prayers, and they were self-righteous to the core. And it says they robbed widows' houses, and I used to wonder what that was, but I began to read and study about it, and they would, they would actually loan money to poor people and then uh, uh, seize their property because they couldn't pay. That's what they call robbing widows' houses. But, but my friend, you and I, we we're here in the day, this day and time when the Lord is still saving sinners. The Lord is on the throne. God is on the throne, my friend. We we we're not defeated. No, we're not defeated. We're not defeated by any of these isms and schisms that you see on the news today. So much of and trying to tear down God's world and trying to... But listen, listen, we'll get back in our study. 
in in the in the in the uh, in the sin offering there, we found the victim was a substitute for sinners. Back there, uh, let me go back and mention. I was talking about the the Pharisee there. He stood up and he said, uh, "I thank thee that I'm not as this as as this other this man over there in the corner, this publican. I, I give tithes of all that I possess, and I fast so many times a week, and all of that." My friend, he had no need of of a substitute. He didn't, he didn't see his need. He didn't see that he was uh, had, had had any reason to to believe that the Lord would save him. But the old publican over there, the old publican, we call him an old publican. He was a tax collector. He was an old scoundrel by nature. And uh, all he said, he said he wouldn't even so much as lift up his eyes into heaven. He took his place as a sinner there. He didn't want to be. He stood back there in the corner of the temple, didn't want to be seen. And he said, uh, God, be merciful to me, the sinner, the sinner. When you come to see yourself lost, undone, helpless, hopeless, you look at yourself as the sinner, not a sinner, but the sinner, the sinner, like you're the only sinner uh, in the world. Lord, be merciful to me, the sinner. Just like the just like the thief on the cross, he said, "Remember me when thou comest into thy paradise." And the, and the old prodigal son, when he come home, he said, "I will arise and go to my father, and tell him I have sinned against him. I have sinned against him." But we see that that the substitute must be uh, uh, for the sinner. This great truth is set forth there. I mentioned it in our last study, Second Corinthians five twenty one says he has made him to be sin for us and then in second first peter 3:18 for Christ also has once suffered for sins I, I hope you when 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 you read God's word do you let it soak in let let me read that again for Christ also has suffered once for sins the just for the unjust that's you and me my friend we're the unjust he suffered. The just suffered for you and for me. Let, let, we could just dwell there, couldn't we? We don't have to run on, get through. We could just dwell right there. He said he suffered the just for the unjust. And now I ask you, seeing these words, hearing these words, how, how, can, you, how can you shun such a Savior? How can you pitch your will up against such a Savior? Lad? How can you rebel against such a God? I don't understand. I have to tell you, I don't understand it. If you've, if you've heard the truth at all, if you see yourself as a sinner at all, and you hear Christ lifted up through the Scriptures in the preaching of His Word, how can you, how can you just sit there and, and, and like a bump on a stump and not, not come on to the Lord? You say, well, what is, what is salvation, Trailblazer? It's coming to the Lord in your helplessness and hopelessness, acknowledging that you are a sinner, acknowledging that you don't have any righteousness, acknowledging that you, are, you should be sent to hell. That's right. Every sinner, whoever sees himself, said that God would be uh, just in sending him to hell. And I know, I know you're not going to hear this on the average preaching today, on the average television preacher. You're not going to hear this because we've gotten away that's the that's the, the the gist of this ministry here, the trailblazer. We back to the old truths, the old paths of God's word. How that man is a sinner by nature and a sinner by God's decree. God calls us what we are in His word. 
the Word of God. Do you realize what, what we call the Bible is God's Word? It's not some, some man went out on a stump and sat down and wrote it. God inspired it, my friend. Every word of it is inspired. And he says right here in this verse, the just dying for the unjust. That means Christ dying for sinners. Oh, my friend, in, in essence, the greatest place that you can ever find yourself to be is a sinner at the feet of Christ, crying for mercy, begging for mercy, begging for mercy. God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Take your Bible and read. Go through the New Testament and read where the Lord saved those individuals. Look there at the Syrophoenician woman. She said, uh, she said, but Lord, he said, it's not meat for me to give the children's bread to dogs. He called her a dog. He called her a dog. That was a, that was a terrible thing in those days, a dog. And then someone has written, one of the commentaries has written, that this was a, a little old uh, jip dog. Made it look worse, my friend. And she acknowledged it. She took her place. She said, but Lord, don't the crumbs that fall off the master's table, don't those don't those dogs, don't those do don't we dogs eat those crumbs? My friend, she took her place. Oh, I've had folks say, don't call me that. I'm not, no, no, no. But my friend, you are, you are. You, and then and then you go over there. You go over there to where the where the man in the tomb, he he was a maniac, and and he the Lord saved him there, and and set him free, my friend. You see those? You see the mercy of God. I know. I spoke recently one night on the mercy of God. The mercy of God is what means the difference in you and in hell, my friend. It, I tell you, I tell you, we we just don't thank the Lord. We don't praise the Lord. We don't we don't ask the Lord for 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 forgiveness. We don't give him ask the Lord for a, a, a grace enough to say thank you, Lord. We we this world of ours, this nation of ours, is the most unthankful, un, unwholesome, unholy people. You go in the restaurants on Sunday to eat lunch after service, you won't see one out of a hundred bow their head and say, thank you, Lord, for this food. You won't do it, my friend, because we're living in an unthankful day, and the Lord is going to spew them out of his mouth. The Bible says, since thou art neither hot nor cold. What does that mean? What does that mean? Well, you're not, you're not on fire for the Lord, and you're, and you're not uh, cold and formal. He said, but thou art lukewarm. And that's what, that's what folks are. That's what my folks are here in this congregation. That's what you are out there. You're lukewarm. You just get along, go along to get along, and, 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 and wait, for, eat, drink, and be merry, and tomorrow will be a better day. Oh, but my friend, what about your soul? The old trailblazers, time's running out, but what about your soul? Do you ever think about your soul? Do you ever think about where you're going to spend eternity? Mother and daddy, do you think anything about your children? Are you are you teaching them? Are you putting them under the truth of the gospel? How many how many whom I know have drifted out from under this ministry here where the gospel is preached, and they've married and gone out and raising a family, and now living in 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 a in a in a in a, in a world that's there's. But my friend, where, where are you going to spend eternity? Where are you going to spend eternity, friend? When, when when that breath leaves, three heartbeats, three heartbeats, and you'll be in hell if you've never come to know the Lord, if you've never taken your place as a lost sinner, if you've never seen Christ as your substitute and cried unto him for thankful, 
with a thankful heart. Thank you, Lord, for dying for a sinner like me. The old trailblazer, listen, the old trailblazer, tell it like it is. That's what I do. I tell it like it is. I get letters from folks saying, Trailblazer, I appreciate you telling it like it is because we don't hear this. We don't hear this. We don't hear this today. That's right. I have preachers call me. They say, Trailblazer, I can't preach like you do. If I did, I'd lose my pulpit. Well, my friend, I tell them, set the suitcase down by the pulpit and preach hell off the cross, pick it up and walk out and consign them all to hell. My friend, if you won't hear the truth, don't, don't waste your time. But you can ask the Lord for them day by day. That's what I do here. I ask the Lord for you. I ask the Lord for you up there in Mount Airy, North Carolina, over there in in uh, in uh, uh, Huntington, West Virginia, and out there in Sacramento, California, Corpus Christi, Texas, and Tucson, Arizona. I ask the Lord for you folks, Northern Ireland, wherever you are. I, w- I wish you'd let me hear from you. Uh, is anyone listening? Is there anyone listening out there, the old trailblazer? Don't don't let me. Don't let me dangle here with knowing nobody's listening. Write me. Call me. Let me hear from you. And tell me that you're listening, my friend. Tell me that you want to be saved if you're not saved. Would you do that? Your soul is, is precious, my friend. Oh, it's a precious thing to be saved. And this is the old trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pandorus, bringing the message to a close. Help me with the broadcast just a little if you can. And remember my mailing address, the old trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And uh, my website, go there and look it up, radiomissions.org. And look us up on Sermon Audio. You can find many uh, uh, tape messages there by the late pastor and by the old trailblazer. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis invites you to listen to the Radio Missions Internet radio station that presents the old Trailblazer broadcast, Voice of Truth broadcast, weekly sermons, and music 24 hours a day. For information and a link to listen, visit our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org. And be sure to join us again each Monday through Friday on this station for the old Trailblazer broadcast with Pastor Albert Pendarvis. 